Hey everybody, welcome to Left Unread. Um, we're a brand new podcast, uh, and we're we're trying this out for the first time. So we're gonna be doing a show about um, about uh, politics and about religion and about uh, uh, about Israel and and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it all, folks. This isn't your mama's show, so buckle up because it's gonna get real. So let's kick it off with episode number one hundred four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, yes. Tricked you. We're not a new podcast. It's just us. It's just me, Cam, and joined Still as us. always by by Evan. And uh, you know we're we're going into. We'll be in our third. We'll have. Will we be entering our third we're year? We're boldly going where no Cam or Evan has gone before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, you know, of course, Ken and Ethan did pave the way. Uh, they did. That is that is a real thing, actually. Yeah, we mentioned I that. Think, on the show I'm not before, sure. I think we mentioned that a long time ago. We shouted them out, like, yeah. I mean, probably yeah, like episode 50 like two episodes or something. Ago. Uh, no, more recently than that, we talked about it, but um, they they abandoned that show. That show is defunct. Yeah. They abandoned that actually uh, shortly after our show started. Coincidence? I don't know. But we. Uh, Perhaps we consumed their energy. Like like a over. twin in the womb, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, we're talking about, uh, so obviously this podcast is called Left Unread. Yeah. And we are Cam and Evan. And there was another podcast when we're you know, making sure that there other, aren't other podcasts with uh, our name, which is a great name. Uh, there is There was one called Better Left Unread. Yeah, and, and it was I about. You know, well, it was, it, it was we didn't about, realize that at first either. We chose the name of the show after realizing there was a show called Better Left Unread, and their their show was totally different than ours. It was about they were trying to. They claimed that they were going to read every Pulitzer Prize winning work of fiction and then discuss it on the show, which is a cool idea. I've never listened to an episode of it, but that's what their synopsis states. And uh, we shit you not, it is two friends with the names Ken and Ethan. Yeah, which is just funny. So like you know we're left unread. So with I Cam did murder them. And that's better left unread with Ken and Ethan, which, yeah, we and so we picked the name of the show before we even realized the Ken and Ethan part, and so that felt kind of like a fever dream when I went back and saw well, that. Well, we we were we were workshopping the name and we came up with left unread. I know, and, and we then saw, we searched up, yeah, and then we saw better left unread. But I didn't realize their names is what I'm yeah. saying. Like we, I, I found the show and was like, oh, there's better left unread, and we saw that they were barely posting. And I think that they might have done one episode after our first episode, you know, yeah. like 2020 something, 2021 they stopped. Um, but the, the themes were so different and like, we just figured there was no real competition there. Um, so I did stalk them through the night and murder them both and drink their blood. Yeah. And that's why Evan now has the blood of three men. Yep. That's his, he's fit to burst folks. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. My blood is quite bloated. Yeah. Uh, Those, so actually, that's actually us. That's I, I do nightly identity. leechings, um, nightly leechings in order to, uh, uh, release the pressure of of my my blooded form. I yeah, I just jerk off like a normal guy, but Evan does this leech thing. Where the he's... leeches jerk me off. <laughs> yeah.
Great show for you today, folks. Um. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things have happened. Uh, we actually were recording this. I This is all I've done today for, well, not all, but for like a large chunk of my day has just been this show because I just finished editing and releasing episode 103, which you should go listen to, and we'll be out for a few days at least by the time this comes out. Uh, and we talked a lot about fun stuff in that, and now there's even more fun stuff to talk about. The thing the internet has been waiting for. Yeah. And of course, yesterday, I am tired and go to bed mm-hmm. at 8.30. You missed it. And the news broke. Yeah. Around 9. Yeah. Oh, I saw I, it, baby. I, I like, dude, I woke up to literally like 20-something texts. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, okay, nuclear war started or something. Um, Nope. Even better. Yeah, nuclear war, you'd probably have more than 20 texts, buddy. Some of them probably would have died, so probably not, you know, some of those people wouldn't have been texting. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I went to bed at 8.30 because I wake up at like 4.50 for work in the morning, and I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to lay down with my cat. Me and Sancho are going to get a nice full eight hours. I like that sometimes. And uh, our big, beautiful, 100-year-old war criminal boy, <clears throat> Henry Kissinger... Finally fucking died. Yeah. And I was asleep. Yep. Yep, he's gone, folks. Yeah. And you know what? It's 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 almost anticlimactic. The man who launched I mean, a thousand bombs. He is responsible for countless deaths across the globe. Dominantly. Multiple countries. Southeast Asia was his uh, real... His real Vietnam uh, and Cambodia were really Cambodia late to waste. Is, yeah, but uh, we don't want to. We don't want to overlook his contributions to the Chilean massacres in the seventies. Yep. yep, he was instrumental in the installation of the Pinochet regime. Um, mm-hmm. Big supporters of, of theirs. Yeah, uh, and as you know, we are not uh, big no. supporters of theirs. Famously um, portrayed by Paul Servino and uh, Oliver Stone's Nixon, which we yes. talk about. In an episode, we did go back and watch that. I don't remember what episode of the show that is, but you should go back uh, and watch seventy it. something. I think yeah, it was in the seventies, like that. <clears throat> that was last year. I'll tell you exactly what it was. Yeah, Kim's gonna tell you. Um, My guess yeah. is seventy six. So we'll see. That's that could be it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if you. Uh, yeah, it's episode seventy. Oh, okay. From uh, oh, just, just around this time last year, November twenty yeah, second of twenty twenty two. We released it November because. We we did the JFK Oliver Stone's JFK that we released November twenty second, uh, twenty twenty one, and then we did uh, another Oliver Stone movie about the JFK assassination called Nixon, which we also released on eleven twenty two twenty two. Nice. Didn't do one this year. No, we didn't. Um, <clears throat> but I did. I did read. I just finished the book. Uh, I did it across multiple platforms, but I just finished the book <laughs> Chaos uh, by Tom O'Neill. Yeah. Which talks a little bit about that, and then a bunch of the surrounding stuff. That's a hell of a read, and I know I'm late to the party on that, but uh, yeah. it was great. And I will say, <clears throat> not that I'm a shill for theirs or anything, but uh, Spotify gives you fucking audiobooks now, yeah. fifteen hours a month. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I still ha- I have read Chaos. I, I've never gotten around to it, but I'll definitely listen to it. I I own a copy of it, and I'd read about half of it, mm-hmm. and then I lent it to. Uh, to a young lady friend of mine, my friend, uh, my friend Al, if you're listening, shouts out. Uh, I would like that back at some point. Uh, and she had it, and then uh, you told me the audiobook thing, so I just started it over because I'd read the first half, but I was like, I don't know. It always feels weird, like diving back in after a few months to a book, especially something like that. And I was like, it's not going to hurt me to like revisit that information. It's such a convoluted 
exploration of the subject matter anyway. Not convoluted because of any fault of, of Tom O'Neill's, if anything. It sounds like he did a pretty admirable job wrangling, like, an impossible fucking octopus of fucking leads into a coherent narrative. Uh, but it was great. I highly recommend it. And we'll probably, once Evan gets around to it, we'll probably do some stuff about chaos and about that whole story. Because it's really interesting. It's that big Topo Chico. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually just filled with piss I put through a soda stream. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing that Cam, now. Cam, Cam, uh, Cam peered into the, the, the abyss, the abyss, and the abyss peered I know. back. I didn't think that it would happen, but um, here we are. I mean, I the appeal was too great. I, I was convinced by all the many gurus that I, that I watched online, and they got me thinking, you know, why not me? So... Here I am. Uh, I'm a Could a simple boy white boy enjoy some piss? Yeah, man. You'd think you'd think not, but yep. turns out, yeah, nobody's stopping you. Yep. The piss police are uh, are lax. Their jurisdiction yep. is wide, but they are lax. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Here we are. Yep. So anyway, Henry Kissinger is dead. He is he today's is. goose of the week. He was a hundred years old. It's like. A hundred. Just a what a what a ripe old age for Just, such a fucking sack of shit. And he yeah. looked he looked a hundred. I mean he he didn't. Uh, he looked like a fucking bag of messed up asshole. Yeah, it's not like he like looked now. great. Like he was like a hunched over goblin. Yeah, he, he was, literally looked like a full trash bag. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, not uh, not <laughs> great. All fucked up face. And uh, this is my favorite photo of him, uh, and I'm gonna send this to you. Uh, but this is this is my favorite one that I came across today when I was looking and I just found it again. But he man, he just wasn't looking good at all. No. <laughs> it's like the voice it's like the voice that we do. You know the voice I'm talking about. That's the face of it. Yeah, like the <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's the it's that no. dude. Just like a grumbling fucking freak. No. Um so yeah, uh <laughs> definitely goose of the week and um you know, I'm sure that there'll be more Kissinger content on the show in the future, yeah. uh, but let it be known that we both uh, hope he's burning in hell. We both support uncritically his death. Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing to be too bummed out about. And plus, yeah. it's like, what are you going like, you know, tragedy for? He's a hundred years old. Like, it's just yeah. there's no tragedy. He lived here. a long, healthy life of committing atrocities in the third world and debauchery and. Even like just like personally shitty stuff like you know like adultery and shit like just wasn't mm. wasn't a solid dude. Yeah. But anyhow, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Only the good die young, buddy. That's what, what they say. Do. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's a, so that's that's probably the biggest event today. Yeah. Uh, that's going on in the world. Um. But there's been it's been a week. There's been a lot of things. Yeah. Um. I know you were saying you wanted to talk about George Santos because yeah, he, boy, big Georgie, Georgie boy, he's doubling down. Yeah. Well, he just fucking, he just got a fucking fire ass clap back in, in the uh, in the in the halls, the the hallowed halls of the uh, the House of Representatives. Let me see. Yeah. Um. Find this shit. Yeah. You sir are a crook. I know I should direct my comments to the chair. I yield back. My colleague wants to come up here. Call me a crook. Same colleague who's accused of being a woman beater. 
yeah. Are we are we really going to ignore the facts that we all have passed and we all have the media coming out against us on a daily basis? Yeah, are we gonna just see? <laughs> yeah, that was against uh, yeah. uh Max Miller. Representative Max Miller from uh, Ohio. Yeah. Just fucking absolutely bitch slapping him. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Where he's like, you're a crook. He's like, yeah, well, you beat women, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, you know. Dude, actually... the, fa- the look on the face of the guy behind him, he's just like, looking to the side like, what the fuck? <laughs> like... So that's one of my favorite things about, um, not to like go back into it too much, because like I said, I probably want to do an episode where we talk more about it, but um, yeah. one of my favorite things about Chaos, so I really like oh. the way Tom O'Neill writes, right? Yeah. And... You know, he, like, obsessively worked on that story for, like, 20 years, whatever. Um, And the book starts after, like, a brief recap of the Manson murders, which the book itself is not really concerned with. It's much more concerned with, like, the potential conspiracy surrounding the trials and the reasons behind the murder. Um, So the events themselves are not overly sensationalized in the book, right? Uh, And so after that, he goes into a discussion with Vincent Bugliosi, who famously was uh, the prosecuting attorney who, you know, was able to get his uh, uh, death penalty badge for convicting Charles Manson uh, of of first-degree murder or second-degree murder. Um, and making that stick despite Manson's lack of direct involvement with the killings. And right? also, uh, also a quick interjection that is in the court record that Manson was convicted because he had brainwashed other people. Right. Which and- it's, it is officially in the United States court record that brainwashing is possible. So he's a, he's a big part of that narrative getting passed. Yeah. And he also uh, then went on to write the, 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 the book Helter Skelter, which has become this sort of just like broadly accepted uh, explanation for everything, right? That Manson was just a yeah. sort of standalone kook who somehow had the ability to just like perfectly brainwash people who were then also still guilty of murder despite being totally outside of their yeah. own heads and not in control of their own actions. It's a little loosey-goosey there. Uh, Clean up job. And he had this, he had this fucking ability to like administer drugs and then you know while under like heavy psychedelic and and amphetamine intoxication convert (laughs) people into like soulless killing machines right um and so bugliosi went on to write helter skelter which to this day is just like that is the narrative people accept about the manson trial yeah people still to this day talk about like it's not total bullshit (laughs) well right because i think before this book came out it really wasn't known that it was total bullshit i mean chaos really is sort of groundbreaking shit um individual pieces of it are things that people knew about but like the piecing of it together as it pertains specifically to the manson trial it's pretty amazing and um anyhow cutting to the chase the reason i I mention it is that towards the start he like details his first meeting tom o'neill the author of chaos details his first meetings with vincent bugliosi and how bugliosi was just this like strong-arming you know, old school prosecutorial dude who yeah. from the get go was just like, you say anything about me, I'm just going to sue you until your life's over. So <laughs> Jesus, you know what I mean? Like he was just like brutal. He was like, we should consider ourselves adversaries. You know, anything you print about me, you just better consider that you're going to be working for me for the rest of your life. If you do like just real old school, like scare tactic shit. Yeah. And then Tom O'Neill's like, anyway, all this will become pertinent later. And so then he goes off and details all his research, all of his findings, his lack of yeah. findings, a million other characters. It's a really interesting book. And then, like, the last chapter of the book, he's like, so remember I was talking about Vincent Bugliosi? 
Anyway, here's how he's like a fucking lunatic psychopath who like yeah. gets women pregnant and then beats them until they miscarry. And like, dude, it oh just God. the last chapter of that book is just like a fucking Bugliosi hit piece, and it's so glorious. And you can yeah. tell he was like, yeah, you know, I waited, I waited. And he's like, but Bugliosi's dead now, and so like I'm gonna put everything and like the way that he went out, like all the threats that he levied against me, everything I told him that I was gonna keep off the record. Fuck it, it's on the record now. So he just like yeah. shares everything, and then it's just like, yeah. Also, he was like a piece of shit and his wife was like an enabling idiot and like he was just a fucking awful person would you believe yeah. his book or would you believe mine and it's just fucking glorious i love it yeah. so it's great like i uh, that's just like the 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 santos i keep wanting to call him george soros the santos <laughs> fucking hit uh clap act just reminded me yeah. of that where it's like oh well you hit women you know it's like <laughs> he was like really uh you're gonna tarnish my reputation and O'Neill's like Really, like that time you knocked up your mistress, and then when she refused to have an abortion, you beat her so badly that she miscarried Jesus on her Christ. kitchen floor, like that. Anyway, good book. <laughs> like, that's oh, brutal, brutal, <laughs> brutal, brutal, brutal. Dude, yeah. it's a fucking wild book. You definitely got to read it. You, you'd yeah. love it. I mean, it's it's your yeah. type of shit. Yeah, I mean, I know, uh, I know, a friend of the pod, Jimmy Fallon Gong. He's, uh, I mean, like I said, I haven't read the book, but I know Jimmy Fallon Gong has intimated some things that he thinks about the book. Um, and about maybe like its authorship and also you know it's nat- it's you know usage as, as a limited hangout but i i also do uh i the part that you said you know about uh charles manson using both uh psychedelics and uh amphetamines that uh as listeners of this podcast who have listened to any of those episodes like the jimmy fallon gong ones the program to to chill episodes or um sorry program to kill episodes and uh, you know any other ones that we've talked about, MK Ultra, that should have some alarms ringing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. I mean, the book goes into that in heavy detail. It goes into yeah, MK using Ultra. psychedelics and amphetamines at the same time yeah. and in order like to induce like uh, of, um, Jolly yeah. West and the yeah. the Haight Ashbury Free um, Free mm-hmm. Health Clinic and all the experimentation that was going on there um, mm-hmm. draws connections to the JFK assassination. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it dives into all that shit and yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it could be a limited hangout. Like here's all this information and it doesn't come to any like conclusions at the end. All it does is punch, it just punches holes in Bugliosi's narrative more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Limited hangout doesn't necessarily mean that something isn't good or useful in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also like things can unintentionally be limited hangouts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, like, oh, here's this book. Let's let this get published and. Yeah, and also, like, the person who's writing it may may not know that they're being used in a certain way. Or they may only have certain information and, you know, uh, and uh, present it. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they're doing something nefarious, something like that, you know Yeah, what I, mean? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know enough about the author or the authorship of the yeah, book yeah. to comment on that. Um, but I will say it was fascinating, yeah. and it it really... It just, to me, it was it was valuable just as like a tool to yeah. allow for questioning of the existing narrative, because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't claim to have solved the, the situation. Oh yeah, it's really sure. clear I mean, about like, uh, hey, look, like at the end of the day, I feel like this investigation like brought about way more questions than answers, mm-hmm. and all you should take away from this is that like the fact that it's been presented as this like open and shut like clearly explained situation. Mm-hmm should make your fucking eyes roll into the back of your skull because it's yeah, like absolutely very clearly not 
anywhere close to as clear cut as Bugliosi presented it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to read Helter Skelter now, just to like. I know. I, I've always want, kind of wanted to too, just to see how bullshit it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I almost wish that I'd read it first, so that I was having mm. these like eye opening like. Instead, now when I read it, it's gonna be like if I saw um, the Disaster Artist before I ever saw the Room. You know, yeah. I think the reason that I like Disaster Artist so much is that I already loved the Room. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. so, like, that's now, like, the greatest double feature of all time is, like, watch The Room yeah. and watch The Disaster Artist. But uh, I don't know if it'll have the same same sex yeah. appeal for me. Yeah. And for what it's worth, too, so I we, I, I have some, we've done the Son of Sam episodes. And uh, uh, Maury Terry uh, also, like, you know, he also kind that's of... That's one of like my a, favorite author names of all time. I yeah, totally Maury forgot about Ta- fucking Maury Terry, dude. That sounds it's like... It's like fucking... Jiminy Glick. Like, it sounds like a fucking... Hi, I'm Maury, Maury Terry. Terry. Like, yeah. It absolutely sounds like a character. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like some like, shitty, like, 90s SNL character. Yeah, yeah. Maury Terry. Yeah, investigative journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking but, Maury Terry. Right, but anyway. he, he does. He also talks a bit about Manson in his book, too. And, like, uh, you know, tries to draw a connection between, like, the Son of Sam murders being part of, like, this um this cult that was an offshoot of the Process Church of the Final Judgment. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Of, of the Process Church of the Final Judgment, which is itself an offshoot of Scientology. And also that Charles Manson was potentially involved in his own offshoot of the process. Right. Um, uh, you know, in part, like, he used to call himself the Grand Chingon which was a title that was used by, like, various other cult leaders in the Southwest and in California mm-hmm. who were, like, uh, uh, kind of tied in with the Process Church. Yeah. Yeah, I know that he was, yeah. I know that he was, he was into that shit. Uh, yeah. That's actually another thing that's great about Chaos is he doesn't, he doesn't, ta- this is, like, epilogue. Like, it isn't until mm-hmm. the epilogue that Tom O'Neill reveals that he did interview Manson a couple times that oh, he spoke fuck. to him. Um, but he's, like, he's like it, it doesn't really make the book because I didn't learn fucking dick from him. He was the strangest person. Like, he was exactly who you think he was. Yeah. Um, but just the way that he described talking to Charles Manson is like, dude, that guy sounds like a fucking trip. He sounds awesome. Like, just talking to him, he'd be like, he said, like, any time that he didn't like a question, yeah. instead, of, he wouldn't, like, lose it or be weird or anything. He would just insert a non sequitur. So you'd, yeah. you'd be like, oh, so what do you think about, like, this person testifying and the fact that they might have, like, been compromised? And he'd be like, yeah, well, when I was a kid, you know, red sparrows would always fly into the windows. You know what I mean? And would, that would just be his answer. Like he would just come up, but but it was always like awesome, super whimsical shit. He would just yeah. say, "It's like fuck." I get why. Like in the '60s, before anybody knew that that type of dude was out there, like all yeah. these like now, like you and I, like we're jaded. There's no way some fucking dingbat, yeah. like geeked out weirdo like that would convince like people today. But fucking yeah, yeah. or shouldn't, but. Back then, when everyone was like trying drugs and they didn't even know what they did. Yeah, right. Like literally, like five years ago, it was like as stuffy as like like America's ever been. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden, just this explosion of fucking like just tits and dicks out all yeah. the time. Full Everyone's bush, fucking. Like, and this dude's like, like yeah, hey, you guys ever think that like what if fucking? You guys ever yeah. think like what if love is hate and hate is love? And everyone's like, what the fuck? fuck. I'll kill anyone. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's wild. Literally <laughs> 20 years ago, like you had like the fucking World War Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your dad and, just like doesn't speak to your mother because like he killed your, your 30 Japanese men. Your dad just goes to and, the same fucking packy, like yeah. the same corner store every day immediately after work doesn't say a word to you and just grabs a six pack and sits there and just fucking just uh, 
He goes out like, to the shed, puts the baseball game on loud, and just crushes twelve brews before bed every night. Because <laughs> he can't get over like the sounds of Guadalcanal. Dude. Yeah, he can't. He and, like he's just remembering the screams of like people being fucking flamethrowered and the fuck and And you're just like, like cool. Yeah, I, I will. I'll just go. So this I could, dude's. Got a guitar with distortion. Yeah, Have dude. You heard this Holy shit, shit dude. Bro. I should fall for grace of God. We're no doctor can relieve me if I'm buried beneath the sun. But the angels won't see me. You ever try to like get into just the grateful? smoking the worst weed ever? Are you a you Grateful Dead I mean? fan? No. Yeah, me neither. Right. So like, and I've tried or at least given it a fair shake because no. I've known people who are super into it and like listen no. to the live recordings. And obviously, you know, it's not the same as seeing them live. Like any band, you know, like there are bands that I've seen live that I love that I never listen to on record. I get it, but like, I, I. I just don't understand, but I think that if that was my story, I'd probably be like, "Wow, this is fucking genius, dude!" Like, no, I don't know. I don't know if the Grateful yeah, Dead I, is. I've dated girls that were like deadheads. They're really into dead and fish and all that. Yeah, and it's just like, and they would like play it for me, like, "Oh, but look at this live performance and stuff." I'd like and to. It's just like you know, it's like you know, I'm not gonna be mean, but it's like this kind of sucks shit. It's just a lot of tweedly deedlies and and it's that's like fine. yeah, it's tweedly deedlies with like this little country mix in it, and I don't know, yeah. I don't like it. Well, I, I'm fine with it stylistically. I just think like, oh. I don't know. I I I think that you should be suspect mm-hmm. of any of any musical group that can't be asked to like put down a decent composition on record. 
<laughs> jams are cool. Jams are cool. Yeah. You know, like that's cool. Um, I did get invited to go see Fish for their New Year's show, and I, I might go if I if I can get a ticket for like fifty bucks because I think it'd be cool. But I don't like I'll report back. I don't anticipate having my worldview changed. Like I don't yeah. anticipate coming back from it. You know, uh, the world's biggest fish fan. But you know, music's chill. I'll check it out. We're going to see King yeah. Giz in uh, in Brooklyn next year, August. Queens yeah. actually. It's in Queens. Oh fuck yeah, we gotta go get pizza at that place. Wow. Or a new place. Well, both. Yeah. What are you talking about? Or I'm just straight pizza. When I go to New York, I got pizza on the brain, dude. It's 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 pizza time for old camo. I don't like, and I don't fuck around. I want to try cheese pizza at every good pizza place. Speaking of which, any New York listeners, uh, you know, between now and then, fucking send us your pizza places. Let us know the the right the right the right joints. I would honestly do a fucking episode of this show about pizza. Yep. I don't see why not. It's like about eating it. And... Well, what we could do is we could do like an episode about Pizzagate now that we're a few years removed, but then have like half of the episode be about like how delicious pizza is. Yeah, it's about Pizzagate, but it's like it's more about an ode how we went, but but it's our personal Pizzagate, yeah. which is that we went to go get pizza at a place in New York and it sucked. Yeah. And we were yeah, like, so we call we were, it Pizza Game. We were just totally mind spun, like couldn't yeah. fucking handle it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Whoa. Boston has way better pies. Oh, oh man, I wish, dude. Uh-oh. I wish. I ugh. Boston is such a. Here's what's disappointing about Boston as a pizza city, is that like, there are definitely worse pizza places, like pizza destinations, like uh, Indiana, right? I'm sure that the whole state of Indiana can't muster a pie as good as several places in Boston. What sucks about Boston is that we're so close to New York and there's so much okay pizza here and nobody's thought to just fucking do it the same way they do it. The thing about Boston is that it sucks in basically every way that every other cool city is good. I don't think that's true. There are good things about Boston, but it's like places close mad early. The fucking subway system is like so much worse. What do you mean mad early? Last call is 2 a.m. in Boston, which isn't New York, like, 4, but, like... That's what... Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's just, like... Yeah, but, like, a lot of places stop serving you around 1. You know what I mean? Like, the clubs don't stay open that late. You know what I mean? Like, that's you true. Really you are a club. A lot of after-hours clubs. Like, the fucking subway system sucks dick and also doesn't run 24-7. Um, oh, You yeah. know what I mean? It, does, it's it, like, does, it, it barely runs. <laughs> it it runs. barely runs. Yeah, public transportation the day, is, a, dude. is a fucking disaster. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, so the public transit's worse than, like, other major cities. Like, the nightlife is nowhere near as good. The food, like, there's a good place in Boston, obviously, but, like, you know what I mean? like. Well, the, so the food, that's actually a, an interesting point. Um, I feel like the food in general in Boston gets gets uh, a lot of flack that it doesn't deserve. Um, because mm. there, are, there are multiple restaurants in Boston that I think would at least be one Michelin star restaurants. Um, yeah. Except that, I mean, you know how the Michelin system works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to pay them to to mm. like this the the tourism board of a given destination has to pay mm-hmm. Michelin to e- extend uh, a guide to their city, and Boston's tourism board just refuses to do that, which I, I honestly kind of respect. Um, and you know, I'm sure that there's people out there that would say, "Oh, that's because no." I think there's probably I'm not saying we'd be you know we're not going to be a Chicago or New York. We're super yeah. small and whatever. Um, but there's a couple places that I think would have a star. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's good food in Boston. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is that, like, Boston has, like, I, I guess, sort of, like, uh, uh, occupies this space where it's, like, generally, like, thought of, like, on a tier in certain ways as, like, Chicago or, like, L.A. and New York, and it's really not. No, well, no, it isn't. Those are global cities. We're, like, a tier yeah. two global city. And yeah. we're only that because of all the universities. Yeah. You know, I think Boston's a, a, a is a cool college town. I think when you're yeah. an adult, it loses a lot of its charm because it's small. And so you've explored what there is to explore. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it's very small. I do, I do sometimes resent some of the, like, external criticisms of Boston. Not that they're all baseless or anything. Just mm -hmm. that I think it's like anywhere. Like, a lot of it comes from people that have just never been here. I think Boston's fine. Yeah, you know, That's I'm not fine. gonna. Yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, it's where I'm from. I, I, no. I don't hate it, um, but you know, mm -hmm. it's fine. And the tea sucks, dick. Well, the tea. Oh yeah, the tea sucks. <laughs> yeah. The tea sucks. I think that. Uh, I it's think fucking that... insane, dude. I like, dude. If I if I decide to take the tea into like to go to Fenway to go see a game, it's like you know, and I I hit the fucking. Uh, I always forget if it's the orange or the red. The one that I hit from a, uh, uh, like. Um, fucking quincy and whatnot um coming from I south think, yeah i don't know yeah. i probably the, probably the red line yeah i always mix up is the, the red, red and orange. yeah me too actually i don't yeah. take the tea that often yeah me either but like dude so like if i drive to boston it's like an hour drive for me to boston yeah but like if i'm just like but like i don't want to deal with the parking and all that shit around that area i'll take the tea in it's about a three hour trip <laughs> Well, luckily you have yeah. your old pal Cam, and you can just park at my place and and Uber, and and it's not that bad. Well, yep, and hopefully I will also live out a city soon that has a T line straight to the Green Line. There you go. Well, Which is going to be yeah, well, uh, a commuter rail line. You're saying? Yeah, it's it's quick too. I know people have taken it, and it's like what like, forty minutes? Yeah, to the Green Line. It takes you to a Green Line station. Probably takes you to South Station. Yeah. And then the green line is quick there to find way. Yeah. Did we go to a Sox game this year? No. God damn. I saw a White Sox game. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I think that might have been the only baseball game I went to. The much lesser Sox. Yeah. Great park, though. <laughs> Every yeah. time I go to an updated ballpark, I'm reminded that Fenway just sucks shit. <laughs> it's, it's like I'd love it for like you know like it's the feeling at quaint, Fenway. But... Well, the feeling at Fenway too, like when shit's going down. Yeah, it's like the whole place is shaking, and it definitely feels yeah. like uh, like an extra member of the team. Yeah, like the whole way the place just shakes. Well, let me let me rephrase. When you are in your seat watching a ball game, Fenway it's fucking so... rules. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I'm talking about when you're all the sitting extra in shit. the seat though. Not so much fun. Well, they're small. They're small. Yeah, they're tiny. Seats, Evan and yeah. I are a couple of fucking a couple of fucking wide wide assed boys. <laughs> we've got we've got bottoms on us, yeah. and it's it's you know it's 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 not well, it's not great. I I know I think I've told the story too. I was there one time when I was yeah. a kid. The, when I got stuck behind the behind fucking, fucking pole, pole, dude, and it's they me, have my dad and my pole. sister, and my sister don't give a fuck about sports, yeah. and like. So we just sit down, and it just so happens, you know, that I get the pole seat. And I and when I say that I'm behind the pole, like, yeah, I don't yeah, mean you were that there's the pole. a pole blocking some of my vision. This is a park that was built in, like, you know, during the Gilded Age. You know what I mean? When, like, people would just, like, I mean, people were just dying left and right building structures and all that. There was absolutely no care whatsoever for people's comfort. When I say that this seat is behind a pole, and there are many of these seats at Fenway Park, I mean my entire vision 
was a pole. It's just a giant green pole. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, and it. they sell they'll sell you a ticket to that seat. Full price. They yeah. don't fucking specify that that's one yeah. of the pole seats. Yeah. And so like I'm sitting there and I love baseball and I'm like complaining. Uh, and like, um, just keep telling my sister, I'm like, dude, just switch seats with me. She, she's just sitting there texting on her phone the whole time. I'm like, dude, just switch seats with me. I can't see. She's like, no, I don't want to sit behind the pole. And then like my dad, yeah. my, and my dad's like, Evan, I, I'll sit behind the pole. And I'm like, no dad, I'm not going to be, you're the one who paid for this. Yeah. I'm not going to make you sit behind the pole. So I just had to like, keep like, like sit, like reaching around over my sister's seat. And then she would like smile at me and be like, get, oh, get away from me. I'm just like, what the fuck? You know what? I, I got to tell you, this is what this story really is a story of <laughs> is just a story of you just not standing up for your rights strongly enough. And and an older sister being an older sister. Oh, yeah. No, there is no. Trust me. You didn't know her in high school. You just fucking. It's easier to just <laughs> easier yeah. to just give up there. Well, we're cool now, but she was. She was a tough one. That's what it's like with my sister. She's yeah. younger, so I didn't have any of the. She didn't have the same leverage over me. But yeah. uh, but yeah, it's 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 there. It's touch and go there for a little while. Yeah, I mean puberty's fucked for every single person on earth. Yeah, right? seriously, it's, yeah, it's, it it's fucked in its own ways. But um, teenage sisters are uh, a fucking trip. I will tell you yeah. that much. There's there is some chaotic. Let's hear fucking, it, fellas. Right. There's some chaotic thought processes going Let's on. Let's hear it for all the fellows out there with sisters. Like, the amount of times, when, even before she was a teenager, one of the memories that, like, like just, just sticks in my memory is yeah. in the time of Razor scooters, right? Uh, I got a green Razor scooter. Well. And my sister, and this was honestly a brilliant stroke on my parents' part. I don't know why mm-hmm. they did this, but they did it, and it was great. My sister got some knockoff brand. I got a Razor scooter. My sister got, you know, uh, uh, the blade or some other fucking shit. Mm. And so, of course, she, like, she just wanted to ride mine all the time. But I remember getting yelled at her, yelled at by her mm-hmm. for touching her scooter. And then 20 minutes later coming outside to her riding my scooter. <laughs> and it's, it's the smallest thing in the world. I didn't care, right? Except that I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. You know, yeah. at ten years old, I was like, "Uh, like, huh, <laughs> like, what?" And she, and she was like, "That's different." And it's like, "That's it. That's all it is. It's just <laughs> summed up by that's it. It's different." Yeah, you couldn't ride yours because she was riding yours. Yeah, but then you also couldn't ride hers because it was hers. Yeah, granted, so. she was my little sister, and if I was the type of brother who wanted to like fucking decker i could have but that <laughs> was just but I, well no but lots of you kidding me lots of siblings just punch each other it's fucking crazy yeah. but uh no we weren't we didn't have that dynamic i i, I oh. like my sister i was never mean to my sister so well it just it just was what it was you just didn't ride the scoop that being said i never fucking I never would have sat behind a pole dude i don't know about that <laughs> i wouldn't have sat behind no fucking pole i'll tell you that what was i gonna do man she was fucking she was not sitting behind the pole. And doing? my poor dad is sitting there just like, fucking hell, man. You know? Felt bad for my dad. He thought he would take his kids to a game, and instead he's That's what his... I'm saying. And now there's this there's this pole. His mean in, daughter. In and his... Big fucking green His pole mean daughter and his up. fucking whiny bitch son. Just okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up.
Uh, we'll see. Whatever. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Anyway. You know what? Let's just fucking end the episode. <laughs> Speaking of Ali G, can you get a load of the Sasha Baron Cohen guy? Yeah, he sucks, man. Yeah, like, dude, yeah fuck this, dude. I'm sorry. And listen, I'm sorry. He made I his like... whole career of, like, dunking on people. Especially and... Muslims, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. his whole thing is that Muslims are sister fucking, like, yeah, racist like pigs and he played he put first as like a kazakh guy and then uh when he did the dictator and yeah, um, Aladdin, yeah, yeah. He, he he just fucking he's he, made his whole career making fun of muslims yeah and you know what it's like you know you kind of like it's all fine like under a satire at least till this point i mean even I mean? ali g like yeah sort of implied that he's like maybe a south asian dude like yeah. that's a certain demo in 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 the UK mm-hmm. and that he's yeah. like trying to spoof, and yeah, it's yeah. it's it's I don't know. And then yeah, and, but specifically, uh, his complaints are about were about like TikTok and like how much like pro Palestinian sentiment has spread throughout TikTok. And you know, what I mean, like Sasha Baron Cohen, he starred in this. I can't remember the name of it. It's a mini series yes. where he played uh where he played uh, Met multiple Cohen. characters. What's that? Where he played multiple characters? No, he played uh, oh. this. Uh, uh, this uh, Israeli spy, Eli Cohen, I mm-hmm. believe his name was, um, who like was basically like a proto Epstein, and like ran like a like a sexual blackmail ring uh, against Israel's like neighbors, including their allies. And there was this um, it's a pretty decent series, and he does a good good job in it, especially as a dramatic actor. Um, but yeah, and so he plays that, and so and that's like a very like. You know what I mean? Like a like a very like propagandistic, I would say, series for like you know Israel. And so you know, and he's always been like pro-Israel, but like yeah, all this bullshit about how like TikTok has allowed anti-Semitism to spread because he's saying that you know anti-Israel, pro-Palestinian sentiment is inherently anti-Semitic. <laughs> and this dude made his fucking money talking about how Muslims fuck their sisters yeah. and are these like back and like Kazakhstan was like is like a highly developed country. It was a constituent republic in the Soviet Union, which was at one point, you know, the second most developed country on earth. Like yeah. Kazakhstan's like a very like developed country. It's not a backwater. And, you know, he just like basically like made it since it's like, you know, a Muslim country that these are just like a bunch of like backwoods incest uh incestual like freaks that are just, you know, are racist and have, like, no dignity or, like, self-respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. They made his entire money on that. So, fuck that guy. Also, Borat 2, not that good. No, Borat 2 is not that good. I will say, though, he has... Borat 1, though, is uh, And that's that's part of it. It's like, dude, the guy is objectively fucking hysterical. So, it's not even that, like, those those parodies are not, you know, poignant or, like, lack (laughs) comedic merit. It's that, like, you don't get to have it both ways. You don't get to fucking... Do like what? What basically amounts to like a cult? I mean, what does anyone think about Kazakhstan after that fucking movie? Boy, yeah, that that's like it. fucking like destroyed that. He he reputation. fucking he fucking nuked, nuked that them. fucking <laughs> country with the fucking swoop of his hand, yeah. and now he's just like yeah, but uh, well, you can't be you can't be fucking yeah. mean. And to the, and he also did that. Uh, I, oh, who? What is America? Or who is America? Uh, series that's what for I Showtime, you were about, yes. where one of his characters. Was an Israeli fucking like commando a, like a who was like guy. mad racist, yeah, and would just like and was like calling everybody terrorists and shit like that. Yeah, and like wanted to like arm kids like that. Yeah, was the, yeah, like yeah, like 
<laughs> like also is kind of spoofing the way Israel acts, and it's just like, yeah, like yeah. what? Like, yeah, it's just I don't know. Fucking dude's an asshole. Fuck that guy. <sighs> yeah. Yep. 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 Fuck that guy. So Kissinger dead. Kissinger's dead. I uh, and, and equally equally important news. Uh, I oversalted my goulash, dude. I fucking ruined the whole. You fucked it. It's it's edible, but it's too salt. It's like too salty. Yeah, you and can I don't mean come like, back from out. Yeah, you can't. There's nothing you can do. And I don't know what the deal. Like, it's like I tasted it, and it needed salt, so I added some salt. I tasted it again, and it felt like it still needed a little bit. And then I don't know, man. Maybe I. I don't know. Didn't fully stir it. So yeah, you know, I I don't know what it happened. Just wasn't homogenous. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but then next thing I know, I pour myself a little bowl of it. I've been working on it for hours, and I'm like, oh, this I is know, like salty as fuck, like yeah. too salty. And I, you know, I like my food salted. Salt is good. I'm not one of these no salt, salt fucking boy. people. But goddamn, like it's a waste of money. Fucking bullshit. It was expensive, and I'm gonna eat it, but I'm gonna be thirsty yeah. for days. Yeah. You know. And now I'm drinking Topo Chico, which has sodium in it. Yeah, that's mineral water. 1% of my daily fucking Fuck. value. Fuck. And I probably have already had a couple hundred percent of my daily value. <laughs> yeah. I don't need yeah. this 1%. Yeah, we also had, uh, so we also, also cool things that have happened. Uh, we had Elon Musk show up at a fucking event yesterday. Oh, yeah. Just yacked out of his fucking mind. I, I hope today. they stop. You hope... Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. But... Go yourself. Is that clear? Uh, I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't uh, advertise. On some, it was, it was like Bloomberg some TV research. So first of all, this dude's like clearly on Ozempic. He's lost like 20 pounds pretty, pretty rapidly. And he's, he did, I, I had saw somebody on Twitter describe him as a, he's a cool jacket nerd, what this person calls a cool jacket nerd, I can't remember who it is. Yeah. But it's the type of person, the type of nerd who just buys a jacket and thinks that just by wearing that jacket, that it is somehow in itself an outfit that, like, demonstrates something and will give absolutely no care whatsoever to matching it with anything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, like, um, or put any effort into the rest of the outfit. It'll just be, like, a normal, like, Target fucking graphic tee underneath this jacket and it is the dumbest fucking jacket i've ever yeah, seen dude. i think i do think i know what you're talking about like some yeah. nerds who will like just like pick some sort of eye-catching accessory and then and then the, just they'll, try wear, to... they'll, they'll wear like the the drive jacket yeah dude or, or like like some kind of like gaudy yeah. bandana or and like... then just wear like a like a target rolling stones tee yeah with, with like mom jeans and like old like asics <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. A, like an American flag headband. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, that would be one. One that could be done. Definitely the sort of thing some kind of fucking dork would wear. Yeah, for sure. Well, that or, you know, a beanie inside. If Sometimes they were want to do that. You know, certain beanie. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's doing that. <laughs> but anyway, so, like, he's got this, like, the dumbest fucking jacket. 
and what appears to be dog tags, like a dog tag necklace. And he's like, uh, like he's clearly like, I mean, he's like looking strung out and he's just all over the fucking place. I don't know if you can put the, put the video in here for the listeners. I yeah. haven't heard it, but he's basically just like, they like the interviewer asked him a question and he basically tells all of the, the fucking, the, all of the people, the advertisers that have left Twitter. Go fuck yourselves. We don't want you back. Meanwhile, Linda Yaccarino, this... I mean, I, I, I was about to call her poor woman, the fucker, um, who's the CEO, who was, like, brought in, basically, to try to bring back advertisers. Yeah. She just must be sitting there, like... Looking like fucking... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Secretary of State. Oh, Blinken. <laughs> looking like, looking yeah, like Blinken, Blinken when, when Biden when calls fucking... fucking she a dictator. dictator before she's even left the country. Yeah, and he, he just go. Joe, 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 Yeah, yeah, Linda Yaccarino definitely doing that while fucking Elon, and he's just like like saying bullshit. Like doesn't even make sense. He just keeps repeating himself, not answering any questions, and just flipping off like all of the advertisers. Some of who are in the crowd. He even says at one point, Bob, referring to Bob Iger, the uh, CEO. He's of Disney. like Bob. You there? Bob. Hi, Bob. If you're there. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Hi, Bob. Yeah. I hope you're here. I hope you're listening. Yeah. Fucking, uh, and I mean, goddamn. Talk <laughs> about, like, uh, talk about, like, a company with advertising potential and pull that, like, you just yeah. don't want to fuck with. I mean, I say fuck them all, right? But, like, yeah. you know, whatever. If you're Elon Musk. Uh, and Disney you're apparently to... used to spend, like, uh, it was something like 100 to 300 million a year. Just on Twitter advertising? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. and he was saying, like, oh, like, well, you, I'm, there's no... I didn't buy this. I didn't buy this to make money. You know, there's no amount of money No, you bought it because of court of in speech. Delaware. No, you bought it because a court in Delaware made you. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Because your dumbass signed a non... Because uh, your dumbass signed a binding agreement to buy the company. Yeah. Because you're an idiot. And you, you were trying to make a joke. And you forgot to make it a non-binding agreement. Yeah. And then you thought you could weasel your way out of it by talking about bots, which now there are more bots than absolutely ever before. Oh, Twitter is... And the bots buy the blue checks, dude. It's like... Yeah, dude, everybody's everybody's verified. Everybody's got a blue check. I know. Every time time you see... Like, every time, like... I look at Twitter once a fucking blue moon. Yeah. I just said Cam Links, and he's always just like, every time he's like, dude, is everybody on this fucking site verified? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just... Well, it'll just be like some dude, like some fucking nobody. Some fucking goose egg. With one follower following 15,000 people. And granted... You know, my Twitter sucks. I'm I've got like seventy followers and it's all you guys, you fucking <laughs> listeners. And I'm so sorry that I do nothing to make yeah. it worth following me. But uh yeah, it's it's um it's insane to me. It's yeah, almost it like cool to not be verified now. Like when I see oh, someone it is. who's yeah. not verified, I'm like, that's a real person who yeah. is engaging in genuine yeah. discourse, regardless of oh, what they're dude, saying. No, there, there was something amazing that I saw today. Fucking yeah, we're just doing the the talking about funny things on Twitter episode. Um, there was what did I see today. Fucking uh, it was PC Gamer posted. Uh, Twitter owner Elon Musk tells departing advertisers to go fuck yourself in baffling onstage interview. This advertising boycott is going to kill the company. Let's see how Earth responds to that. Which is one of the quotes that Elon had. Yeah. Let's see how Earth responds to that. And here are the top replies that I saw. Verified person. Uh. 
I'll trust everything he says. That sounds like a real motherfucking account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> a verified like a real, person. A real person. Now, again, so this tweet called it Twitter, like it's called. Then the next one was a verified person that said X, asterisk, like correcting them. Yeah. Then the next one, a verified account, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. This is X. These all sound like real motherfuckers. Then the next oh one, God. what's Twitter? Also a verified account. Then the next one, another verified account. Blue checks will fund X. It's just like, fuck. Like, those are probably all bots, Are they subscription-based? Do you have to keep paying to keep stay verified? Yeah, it's like a monthly fee. What do you have to pay for it? I th- So, I think at first it was $8 a month, and now it's like 13 But then it's like more... You can get Canada. fucking HBO for that. Yeah, and then it's more money. It's free. You can use it for free. Uh, and then it's more money, if, I think, if you're in like other countries, certain ones. And then if you're a brand, it's like way more money. Because then you get the yellow check. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a bunch of different checks. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. People are... So- oh, I love it, man. I love Elon. I love him. Dude, he's he's awesome. He's something, man. He's um, he's he's a trip. No, I don't. Uh, I don't get it. No. I don't get the infatuation with him. I um, I remember when he was first coming out, you know, as like a public figure, because he's been around for doing shit forever. But no, um, this is like ten years ago. You're talking ten about. years ago when he was like no. getting you know famous to normies. Um. Yeah. And I remember, like, my initial impression before I knew really anything about him being like, oh, wow, this guy seems, like, I guess kind of interesting and no. <clears throat> says that he wants to do this kind of cool thing and this kind of cool thing. And fair enough, right? Like, on its surface, I think the ideas of, like, space exploration, um, alternative fuel sources for vehicles, these are things that I, I am interested in. Mm-hmm. But, like, as soon as you, you see anything about the guy, like, he's such a fucking clown. He's such a cartoon. Yeah. And clearly, it's just, like, the smartest dumb guy. Yeah. Or the dumbest... I don't fucking know. No, he's definitely not smart. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's... I don't know. It I mean, does, like it does go to show boy, what, yeah. like, a fucking... What a fucking average-ass, like, stupid moron can do with, like, some <laughs> emerald money. Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, I know. It was funny. I would say, like... I would say... Because, like, like, when Tesla first started releasing stuff, I remember in, like, 2013... I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, yeah. I remember like thinking it was like awesome. Oh, we all did. I, Everybody thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I would say it was probably around 2016, 2017 when no cars had been made still yet, really. And then he started blowing up rockets <laughs> like, every yeah. time he tried to launch them. I think that was about the time I was like, oh, maybe this guy's kind of fucking an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I will yep. say his cars look slick and they're apparently quite fun to drive, but they're structurally pretty dubious. And the Oh yeah, I've been a, my, I've got a family member who owns a Model S. And yeah, it's definitely got pickup to it. Yeah, they're they're fun. Is, they're whippy little it cars. Is a, it, it's they cut can, corners. They cut it corners feels and feels cheap. And they they um they the self-driving shit scares the fuck out of me. Oh yeah, that shit will just kill you or the nearest child. Yeah. Sometimes both. Yeah, or or both, right? Yeah. Well, but no, I remember when I got into it, my family member too. I mean, like they kind of they know Elon's a fucking uh, scam artist. But when I got into it, I was in the back seat with you know my family member, and I go to put my seatbelt on, and he was just like, "Don't put your seatbelt on." It was like if this shit fucking crashes, we're gonna have to jump out and grab the seatbelt cutter from the front truck. <laughs> and he was like, "No, seriously, don't put your seatbelt on." <laughs> I was like, "God oh damn, my God, dude." dude. <laughs> 
Because what? They like the seatbelts won't open if the battery dies. No, it'll like lock you in. So like they had the seatbelt cutter in the front truck, in the front trunk. So like we had like the windows down while we were driving. It was like yeah, if you crash, you're just gonna have to jump out of there and fucking cut the seatbelts. God damn! All right. <laughs> so the seatbelts aren't analog. No, they're like it locks you in the whole thing when you get to a crash, especially the older ones. Like the doors won't open from the inside. Now in the newer models, because they have the stupid handles that flush to the side of the door. Yeah, it's the stupid. And like, handle. and it's electronic. So if you have an electronic fire from the battery, those aren't gonna open. You're not gonna be able to like open the door. And so some of the newer models now have oh shit, pull things where you have to open up a flap underneath the door and rip pull a rip cord that will open the door. Instead of just have a handle that does Yeah, just have flush. a handle in there. <laughs> like, fucking, like... I mean, dude, a Lamborghini has a fucking handle. Yeah. A Lamborghini will also intentionally break apart upon impact so yeah. that you can get out. <laughs> like, like the like you get into a fender bender in a Lamborghini, the front end's coming off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, fucking dude rules. Um, yeah, he's great. No. I should put that uh, that Australian sketch show uh, sketch where it's like the two guys talking about the boat. And oh yeah, like front a, fell a, off. Yeah, yeah, the front fell off. Well, the front fell off. The path that didn't fall off. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not affecting the envi- It's not in an environment. It's outside the environment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So you got anything else? I don't think so. I feel no. pretty tapped out. Me too, yeah. I like, don't um, think I have anything I'm else finish to talk movie. about. What are you watching? The Third Man. Oh, is that... 1949. Uh... It has Orson Welles in it. Cool. Yep. The noir takes place in uh, Vienna. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a porno. Oh, I've seen The Third Man. That's pretty sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got I... all this like sick, like, fucking, like, Eastern, like, yeah, the Eastern music European, is good. like, guitar in it. Yeah, yeah. The music's great. And, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Very, like, very, Ga- like, I... Gabor Jabo style guitar. Yeah. I don't know if I ever finished it. Well, but it's like, yeah, it's a. Uh... Orson Welles plays a dead guy. Yeah, the dude shows up looking for, like, his, because, like, his friend his died friend, in yeah, Vienna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm about yeah, halfway yeah. through it, so I want to go finish it. Cool. All right. Well, enjoy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, yeah, um, Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, we spread by word of mouth, so please, if you enjoy the uh, the podcast, including where we apologize, as we said last time, uh, some of our episodes right now, as my living situation is in flux, it's kind of tough for me to kind of do research, um, but we still want to get episodes out every week. Uh, it's the busy week for, or it's the busy season for Cam as he's working. You know, right around the holidays, he's he's yeah, you know, working. I should 50, have an episode for next week. week, though. I'm I'm. Oh. I just had COVID, so I just have I'm yeah. playing catch up. But, um, yeah. yeah, I should have something next week. No. Yeah, my my living situation's in flux. I should that should be settled hopefully in January. Yeah. Um, but so it's kind of tough for me right now to do that. Um, but so we appreciate you guys hanging in there. Um, you know we know you guys still like these episodes <coughs> for some reason where Cam and I just talk about shit, but we do appreciate that. Uh, we spread by word of mouth. So if you enjoy the podcast, please you know, tell people about us. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell your family members. Christmas is coming up. Tell your you secret can, lover. Tell your secret lover and your unsecret lover. Yeah, tell you. Um, yeah, and then maybe they'll both somehow meet through the show. And then they can bond over us um, and, and plot your demise over uh, over uh, our sultry tones. And then uh, we also we've launched a Patreon. Um, so 
uh, you know, right now we're just kind of looking, you know, for help for like hosting fees and to pay for books and all that kind of stuff and to make this more viable because Cam and I are pretty broke <laughs> and uh, we, yep. we work long hours in order to try to uh, afford our meager lifestyles because <laughs> uh, we're really not very flashy guys. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I just no. want that new, uh, I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, I just want that, that new Chelsea Clinton flashlight. That's what I'm, uh, that's what, yeah, that's what that's I right. want she Patreon that. money for. No, I prefer the mother one, uh, Hillary. So, um, anyway, the Hill. Oh, I thought you meant, never mind. I'm not even going to make the joke. Um, uh, yeah, but, uh, so we want to thank our Patreon subscribers. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, we'll only ever read your first name. Um, and then if you don't want us to read your name at all, you know, worry about doxing. Don't, you can just send us a message and we won't. But, uh, so we want to thank our Patreon subscribers. Those are Joe, Carl, Jimbo, John, Alex, Jeremy, and Pear. So thanks to all of you. Uh, anyway, okay. so well, thanks to all of you, and yeah, uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, and um, yeah. So anyway, we will uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.